I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. Today's episode is all about how to master the perfect cocktail. I chat to Elaine Benoit, who started her food blog, Dishes Delish, in August 2015, not only because she wanted to start a business, but also because she wanted to share her food and cocktail recipes with the world. Much to her surprise, Elaine's cocktail recipes have gained such popularity that she tripled her traffic in less than four months. Her cocktails have taken over by being the most popular posts on her blog. So with kicking and screaming, at least in her head, Elaine now has a niche. In October 2017, Elaine launched her second podcast. She had previously sold her first podcast. And this podcast is called Dishing with Delicious, where she dishes with other successful food bloggers to find out their tips and tricks to help food bloggers reach the next level in their business. I've actually been on Elaine's podcast, so if you haven't checked out that episode, you should check it out now. Elaine has so many great ideas of how to become your own mixologist at home, and her tips are perfect for this time of year, especially when we're expecting company and New Year's parties are coming up. This week's recipe of the week is my Greek chicken gyros. I know that after Christmas, you just want food that's light, quick and easy, and these gyros really hit the spot. Grilled chicken is assembled in pitta wraps with your favorite fix-ins and good lashings of tzatziki. Grab the link along with all of the links discussed in today's episode at cookitrealgood.com slash 26. Now, let's dive in. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Oh, Cassie, thank you so much for having me. Now, before we kick things off, I ask a question pretty similar to yours. Could you please share with us your last cooking fail? My last cooking fail. Okay, I got to think about that. I did a I tried to do a, a buffalo chicken dip which my um, my niece gave me the recipe and I was just doing it as I wasn't even doing it for the blog, but it like totally separated the, um, you know, it got all greasy and uh, separated. Mm-hmm. And so it was like disgusting. I said to myself, I'm not even going to serve this. So I just threw it away. Was it like heavy cream or something in it? No, no, it wasn't. I can't even remember the ingredients. I think it was like cheap. Uh, cream cheese. Oh, yes. And yes, I, yes. the thing that kind of separated was the oil from, I don't even know, uh, maybe the um, the buffalo sauce. Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but it was, yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> it doesn't sound good, but I do like a buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm really interested to get into today's topic, how to make great cocktails. You are absolutely the queen of cocktails. No disputing that. And I constantly see gorgeous drinks coming up in my Instagram feed from you. I think cocktails can be a bit intimidating for a lot of people. They might think that you need a lot of different spirits to get started. So that might be expensive or you need a lot of tools to make them at home. 
But I think that cocktail making is a great skill to have, especially if you entertain a lot or simply want to make a wind down drink at the end of the day. So I'm really happy to have you share all of your tips with us. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I think that cocktails don't have to be intimidating. It's, you know, it's not that hard to do. And one of the things that I think that people make mistakes about is that they use the wrong proportions. Now, there isn't really a tried and true, like you can just now, you can actually go into the internet and look for a martini recipe. And you'll see so many different versions of a martini. And I'm just talking about a regular martini, like, you know, with vodka or gin and vermouth. You'll just see so many different um, increments. And so so just know that usually you can't really screw up unless you go way off the mark. Sometimes people put too much alcohol in things, and that's the only thing that you can really screw up. People sometimes think, oh, more is better, but it actually isn't. You want to balance it a little bit more. Oh, definitely. I think we've all had a drink that's a little bit too heavy on the alcohol. <laughs> Stings the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at a Mexican restaurant and the person, one of the bartenders used to, he was like, you know, somebody I worked with. He used to always think, oh, I'm since I know you, I'm going to give you a lot more tequila than should go in it. And I'd be like, uh, whenever I saw him on the bar and I was in there just to have a drink. Oh man. You'd be like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) Exactly. So if we get like the measurements, right, what are the other key components to a good cocktail? I do think it's important to have good ingredients. I'm always going on and on about it on my blog. It's, I, I do believe there's a taste difference. Now, the only reason there wouldn't be a taste difference is if you're mixing it with like a, a juice, not just a lime juice, but say an orange juice or pineapple juice or something like that. That's not quite as key to have a premium or mid-level ingredient. But if you make a cocktail, say, with like a really cheap, cheap vodka and then you make a cocktail with a good vodka which could be i don't even know in your part of the um country where i we, mean uh, yeah we have where, the same you as are. you actually so you can say okay so like kettle one <laughs> yeah you know kettle one is a good mid mid-level um vodka you can't really go wrong with it it's the type of vodka you could actually sip by itself and not sit there and go oh my god this is like killing my throat or anything like that so that you would notice like for instance i would do a kettle one or i would even do gray goose in a martini but i would not do the great i'd do an absolute in like a um a screwdriver which is just vodka and orange juice okay yeah that makes sense so investing in good in um, ingredients, sorry. So if we think about what types of alcohol to have on hand that are versatile for lots of different cocktails. So if you're just getting started, say you don't even have any any liquor in your house at all, what are some good standard uh, spirits that you should have on hand for cocktail making? Okay, I think you should have vodka, gin, rum, tequila, and I, if anybody in your family that like say you're going to serve them, I would do like a bourbon or, or a whiskey okay. or and a whiskey. Yeah. So those are really good ones to have. And all of those you'd sort of say around like the mid-level range to premium 
is worth having. Yeah. Yep. I do say that. I know that a lot of people are like, but I'm budget conscious. But, you know, I really do think once you taste the difference between them, you will see the difference. And I'm just laughing because when people come over to my house, you should see my liquor cabinet because I have the blog. It is huge. <laughs> it is. I have so many different levels of each spirit. And I will make people smell and taste the differences. And I'll say, okay, this is what this is. This is a, this is like rot gut. This is mid-level. This is premium. And everybody says, oh yeah, the premium is so much better. I don't think it's surprising. And I think that uh, maybe even all in our younger days have bought the cheapest bottle of vodka (laughs) to drink and (laughs) remember the the taste of (laughs) horribleness that it had. So I've got, and it doesn't have to be super expensive. Like, um, Alcohol is actually quite a lot more expensive in Australia than it is in America because I've seen yours um, in different stores. But, you know, for a bottle of premium vodka, what are you looking at over there? Well, I'm going to say that, say, Grey Goose is premium, even though there's better brands. So that's how I'm kind of going by it. Um, Grey Goose is about for a 1.7 liter um, bottle would be about $60. Yeah. And that's going to get you yeah. a lot of drinks as well. So yes. Yeah. Awesome. And what about mixes? So if we have that, those alcohol, um, that alcohol in hand, what kind of mixes should we keep on hand for, um, that could get us through a lot of cocktails as well? Tonic water is one Cl- yep. club soda. Um, Juices, any type of juice, but if you're going to make something that's with sweet and sour, I really, really say do not buy the kind that comes in jugs in a store. You got to make it yourself. And to make it yourself, it's usually lime and like a sweet and uh, what is it called? Simple syrup. And simple syrup is just a sweet water, basically. And it's so easy to make your own. So you don't have to even spend much money on the simple syrup. You just can make it yourself. It's usually one to one ratio. So you do one cup of water to one cup of sugar, and then you heat it on the stove for like five minutes and it, and then you cool it off and use it. But it, once you make your own uh, simple syrup and um, sweet and sour, you will actually never go back to the kind that is bottled because it just tastes so much better. And in my opinion, they are too sweet in the stores. And what I usually do for my sweet and, uh, sweet and sour is I do a two to one. So two of lime to one ratio of the simple syrup. Okay. I've made my own simple syrup before and you're right. Like it's so simple. Why would you buy it? <laughs> I think we all have sugar in our cupboards and water in our taps. So I think we could easily make it. <laughs> I think it's the convenience because it's usually bottled and you think, oh, you know, it's right here. Why don't I get it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I get that, but it is very easy. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. And what about some tools that are handy to have on hand? Definitely a cocktail shaker. And I don't particularly like, I like certain kinds. I don't really like um the kind that has uh, like a metal and then they have like this little metal top that goes on top and then you know with a little uh cap that goes on that the reason i don't like it is they're really really hard to pull apart so once you shake it and if you shake it enough it makes the metal really cold and then you can't get the top off (laughs) 
to oh. use it. You know, it's like one of those things that irritates the crap out of me. Uh-huh. So I actually have, so sometimes I'll use my um, one that's see-through. I use it a lot on the blog just because I want people to see the ingredients. But I also have one that's two um, metal cylinders, you know, not cylinders, but cups. And one of them is bigger than the other. And the smaller one goes in top and that's how you you shake it. And they're fairly easy. You just have to whack it a little bit to get it apart. But at least it's fairly easy to do. And you're not sitting there with a crowbar trying to get it apart. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen those, the two cup ones. I think I've seen them at bars before people shaking them. So I can picture it in my mind. (laughs) Yeah. And that doesn't sound like too much that you have to get. No. And well, you got to get a jigger, um, which is usually your measuring cup or your measuring whatever it is. Usually you can see them all the time. There's one that has a fatter end than the other. One's usually two ounces. The other end is usually one ounce. So a good jigger, that's what they're called, um, would be a good thing to have as well. Oh, that's something new that I've learned today, that they've got a name for those. I would have just called it a measuring cup, a jigger. Oh, that's a cute name. (laughs) Yeah, J-I-G-G-E-R. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now, Elaine, what are some of the top cocktail recipes that we should have in our arsenal if we were going to start making cocktails? And this is for somebody who's never made one before? Yeah. Is that okay? Um, Well, a margarita is always a good cocktail. My favorite. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. I actually have a really good recipe on the blog for it. And it's one of my most popular posts. It's called a Cadillac Margarita. And I used to make it at the Mexican restaurant that I used to work at. I've changed some of it, but I've made it. It's basically tequila, a good tequila. Um, Cointreau, which is similar. It's an orange liqueur like triple sec. I use Cointreau instead of triple sec just because I, you know, triple sec is kind of bargain basement type stuff. And then a sweet and sour, you know, so lime in the simple syrup. And then there's um, a side of Grand Marnier, which is another orange liqueur that has was made out of cognac and an orange. Oh, this sounds very interesting. I've, yeah, I've made mine delicious. with Contrary, but I haven't tried. Sorry, what was the other one called? Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier. Yeah, no, that sounds really interesting. All right, I'm going to have to try that one. And we'll put a link to all the recipes that you mentioned in the show notes as well for anyone who wants to get the exact measurements. All right, so okay, we've thanks. got a good margarita. What else? Well, I'm really partial to like the old fashioned drinks, for instance, like a Manhattan or um, a martini. I used to love martinis, but then I feel like they're they're too strong for me because I always want more than one. So, yeah. <laughs> but a martini is good to know, but it really depends how you like it. You know, they come in so many different ways. You can get one that's um, my favorite is dirty margarita. I'm sorry, dirty martini. And it has um, just a teeny bit of vermouth with and I use vodka in mine and then some olive brine. So those are those are really classic ones. And the um, Manhattan's fairly easy. It's bourbon with um, so say, for instance, two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of sweet vermouth and then some bitters and i i usually use um special bitters they're like uh, spiced cherry there's a uh, chocolate bitters so i just use different type of bitters just to make the drink a little bit different each time i make it Mm, chocolate bitters sounds interesting oh i like that all right that's some good ones to have on hand and 
with the martini, that can be made with gin as well, can't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's. I think that's how it was originally made when it first came out was a gin. But I don't particularly like the gin martini for some reason. I don't think I've ever had a martini, so maybe that's where I need to start. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. They're very strong. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll just start with one. <laughs> And I was going to ask you, what's your favorite cocktail? But I think we've just answered that. Is it the margarita? (laughs) It used to be. It's actually the uh, Manhattan has kind of gone up there for me. But yeah, if I were to get a next one would be a a margarita. Yeah, that would be my second one. Oh, lovely. Now, is there any other hot cocktail tips that you have for any novice cocktail makers? Let me think. A a lot of um, bartenders are pretty um, vocal about their shaken or stirred type of thing. Oh, yes. And I have, you know, I I go both ways. I shake some, I stir some. And I don't think to myself when I'm shaking something that other people stir that I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) So you just kind of have to think to yourself, you know, there's really, really no rules in bartending. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People might try to make you believe that there's rules, but there really isn't. If you want to shake something, shake it. If you want to just stir it, stir it. Don't don't get too messed up with, you know, the logistics of it all because you're not going to do it wrong. And some people are very also, they really don't want you to put too much ice in things to dilute the drinks. But truthfully, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. In fact, I like my drinks a little diluted because I tend to drink the classics, which are basically all alcohol. So mm. <laughs> little delusion is good for me. I, and I love it to be nice and icy cold. So that's what I like the ice for. <laughs> yeah, me too. I like the fact that you said about the shaken and stirred thing, but now I can't stop thinking about James Bond. <laughs> yes, everybody does. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Before you go, would you mind letting everyone know where they can find you and your awesome cocktails? Thanks. Um, I And thank you for having me. I am at DishesDelish.com and all my um, social media is DishesDelish. Awesome. And I will put all of those links in the show notes as discussed so people can find them there. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you, Cassie. It was fun being on here with you. Cocktails are always something that I've been a bit too daunted to attempt at home, but having heard Elaine's advice, I feel it's something I might just be able to master after all. For all the links that we discussed today, head to cookitrealgood.com slash 26. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook. Cook it real good. Bye.